12 Ways to Communicate The Monday Morning Memo for March 18, 2019 Every form of communication is composed of 12 basic ideas, and each of these ideas, held singularly, is a separate channel of communication in the mind. Like a jet lifting off the runway, these 12 concepts will accelerate and elevate your creative expression. Speaking, writing, drawing, painting, persuading, acting, photography, sculpting, selling, singing, landscaping, interior decorating, inventing, filmmaking, engineering, and making music. If I left out your favorite form of expression, just add it to the bottom of the list as you point the nose of your jet toward the sky. Everything can be explained using these 12 languages of the mind. And each of the 12 can be expounded and expanded by the others. Let us begin by defining a couple of terms. Perception. A conscious awareness of a sensation and interpretation of sensations. Communication. A successful transfer of perceptions to another person. The impact of your communication is determined by your mastery of these 12 languages. Number one. Numbers are a language of the mind. Math is easier to learn when you think of it as a language. There are things that can be communicated in the language of numbers that can be said in no other language. Number two. Color is a language of the mind. Look at the color wheel. Pink and burgundy agree with red. But that entire family of color is contradicted by green. Add white to a color and you get a tint. Add black and you get a shade. Add any shade of gray and you get a tone. Colors, tints, shades, and tones. Communicate moods and attitudes, qualities of light, times of day, seasons of the year. Color can be saturated to intensify or desaturated to drain a feeling. Number three. Phonemes are a language of the mind. Every spoken language is made of a specific number of sounds, and alphabets are constructed to represent those sounds. English is composed of 44 phonemes. The vowels of a language are its musical notes. The stops in English are the sounds represented by P, B, D, T, K, and G. Make those sounds in your mind. Not the names of the letters, but the sounds the letters represent. P, B, D, T, K, G. There are also labial, dental, fricative, and palatal phonemes. Obstruent phonemes give words a hard-edged, angular feel, like tacita. Sonorant phonemes give words a softer, feminine feel, like naluma. Number four. Radiance is a language of the mind. Outward radiance is energy expanding. Inward radiance is energy contracting, hot and cold, love and indifference, dark and light. Dim light and shadows are sonorant. Bright light is obstruent. Likewise, pianissimo, soft, is sonorant. Forte, loud, is obstruent.
Number five, shape is a language of the mind. Angles are the obstruent phonemes of shape. Curves are sonorant. Number six, proximity is a language of the mind. It speaks of the relationship of one thing to another, large and small, here and there, left and right, up and down, high and low, near and far, ahead or behind, backward or forward, absent or present, complete or incomplete. Perspective or angle of view is another expression of proximity. Brother, sister, father, mother, cousin, co-worker, and boss are words that describe relationship, a proximity measured in a distance that cannot be expressed in inches, feet, or miles. Number seven, motion is a language of the mind. Fast and slow, curved or angular. You see, these are the shapes of motion. Coming or going is the proximity of motion. Number eight, taste is a language of the mind. As a biological tool for identifying chemicals dissolved in liquids, the perceptions of the tongue give us a vocabulary that can easily be assigned to non-chemical perceptions, allowing flavor to be used as a metaphor for a wondrous number of other things. She is a sweet girl, but her father is a bitter old man. Number nine, smell is a language of the mind. Smell is a tool for identifying chemicals dissolved in air. So the perceptions of the nose provide us with another vocabulary that can easily be assigned to non-chemical perceptions. The judge's ruling in that case stinks like nine-day-old fish. Number 10. Feel is a language of the mind. Rough and smooth, dry and wet, painful and pleasant, relaxed and tense, outstretched and cramped, extended and contracted. The words that describe skin and muscular sensations, pain, pressure, position, movement, and temperature can be used to describe emotional states as well, or anything else you want to aim them at. Number 11. Symbol is a language of the mind. Symbols have specific meanings. Facial expressions and body language are symbols. A stop sign is a symbol. An exclamation point is a symbol. A smiley face is a symbol. Each letter of the alphabet is a symbol for a phoneme. And every ritual, communion, baptism, and the dubbing of a knight by the king is a symbol combined with motion, a second language of the mind. Number 12. Music is a language of the mind. Music is any sound that carries meaning. The sound of a jet, a dog's bark, a slither in the grass, a baby's cry. What we typically think of as music is composed of... 1. Pitch, an expression of proximity, high and low. 2. Key, the shape of sound. Three. Tempo, the speed of the music's motion. Four. 
Rhythm. The shape of that motion. Five. Musical interval. Another language of proximity. Near and far. How wide are the gaps between the notes? And? Six. Musical contour. The shape of the melody line. The volume of music is an expression of its radiance. This is an example of what I meant when I said each of the twelve can be expounded and expanded by the others. Perception is deepened when two or more languages agree, creating concept reinforcement, such as dim light combined with slow music in a minor key. But too much agreement creates a cliché. Attention is elevated when a language disagrees and contradicts another, creating an interesting anomaly, such as a spotted cow that is hot pink and lime green. But too much disagreement creates confusion. By the way, did you notice how pink was modified by radiance? Hot pink. And green was modified by the symbol of a lime. Lime green. Today's introduction to the 12 languages of the mind was not meant to be exhaustive or comprehensive. It was merely the cracking open of the door to a forgotten room. An invitation to explore an undiscovered country. A glimpse at the gleaming gold molars of a yawning dawn. Wasn't that a colorful way of saying the beginning of a brand new day? Just playing Roy H. Williams. P.S. The Twelve Languages of the Mind is a pet theory of mine. Consequently, you won't be able to find any additional information about this concept online. Although you will be able to confirm everything I've shared about the Twelve Languages if you investigate each of them singularly. Note. But I took the liberty of applying these descriptions to other channels of communication. One last thing. Proximity, describing a relational, philosophical, emotional, or perceptual reality, is called shadow proximity. Likewise, in example number four, love and indifference are examples of shadow radiance. And in principle number eight, sweet girl and bitter old man were examples of shadow taste. And in number nine, a judge's ruling that, quote, stinks like nine-day-old fish is an example of shadow smell. Optimism and pessimism are additional examples of shadow radiance. Does it surprise you that we use the words of objective physical reality to explain subjective perceptual reality? Each of the twelve languages has a shadow. Roy H. Williams Hey, I've got a whole bunch of examples of combining the 12 languages in the rabbit hole if you're interested. Just go to mondaymorningmemo.com, look in the archives to March 18th, 2019, click the image at the top of the page, and woof, you are down into the rabbit hole. See you when you get here. Indie Beagle.
Since he co-wrote The One-Minute Manager in 1982, Ken Blanchard has rarely been off the bestsellers list, having authored or co-authored 60 books and landed a spot in Amazon.com's Hall of Fame as one of the 25 top revenue generators of all time. Roving reporter Rothbart's note to me this week said, Indy, I guess it's a positive sign of the influence MMR is demonstrating in that Ken Blanchard's PR people requested that he be a guest on the podcast. I'll take it. Hope all is well. Dean. <laughs>